Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for September 17th, 2022 Saturday reading of the Arapahoe County News. My name is Pablo. Today, we will be reading the following main articles. Pandemic Homeless Hotels Close, Sending Some Back to Streets by Jesse Bedane. Home Stretch, Rent Prices in Aurora and Beyond Stabilize, But Uncertainty Remains by Sentinel Staff. Aurora Fire officials say they aren't forcing lease terminations for 350 residents' forced apartments after explosion by Max Levy. Cherry Creek Bus Assistants Win Bid for Union by Karina Julig and following up with miscellaneous articles. Pandemic Homeless Hotels Close, Sending Some Back to Streets by Jesse Bedane, Associated Press slash Report for America, September 17th, 2022. Denver. As Charlie Gilmore collected his belongings Friday to leave the Denver hotel that had been a home to him and 137 other previously homeless people during the pandemic, he pondered where he would spend the night. The 58-year-old is one of thousands of people without homes across the country who found relief in motel rooms during the pandemic but are now facing uncertainty as the hotels close, special government funding during the pandemic dwindles, and leases come to an end. Cities from Anchorage to New Orleans have ended or are winding down their hotel programs, which offered a good alternative to packed homeless shelters amid the spread of COVID-19. Quote, Somewhere down the road here, there's a bunch of cedars, unquote, said Gilmore, pointing to nearby trees while sitting atop a neon sleeping bag raided for freezing weather as Denver's winter looms. The Quality Inn in Denver, where Gilmore lived, was leased from the private owner by the Colorado Coalition for the Homeless. It provided rooms for those over 65 years old and people at greater risk for severe COVID-19 illness during the pandemic. Opened in April 2020, FEMA funds directed through Denver to the coalition helped keep the hotel running over the past two and a half years. But the $9 million total spent on the lease and an additional 5 to $6 million in operational costs become unsustainable said John Provinsky, president and CEO of the Colorado Coalition for the Homeless. Quote, we are kind of in a catch-22, unquote, said Parvinsky, who said case management is still being provided to quality in residents. Quote, it wasn't designed to be a long-term fix, unquote. Some leaving the quality in in Denver have found permanent housing, Others are moving into shelters, some are back on the street, and a few more are moving into temporary hotel rooms paid for by House Keys Action Network Denver, or HAND, 
which started a GoFundMe page to buy camping gear and fund hotel stays. The Colorado Coalition for the Homeless is also pitching in. As of September 12th, only 57 of the inn's 138 residents had some type of temporary or long-term housing lined up, according to a letter from the Colorado Coalition for the Homeless. Updated numbers from the organization are not yet available. Anjanette Gallegos, 54, who sat in front of the Beige Quality Inn on Friday in Denver, was waiting for a lift ride to move into a new apartment she had secured, but said leaving the community was bittersweet. Having couch surfed before the pandemic, having her own room was a godsend. Quote, a home's not a home unless you can call it your own home, unquote, Gallegos said. Brett Sturba, another quality in resident, said he didn't yet know where he would pitch his tent Friday night, but plans to eventually return to a Denver street corner where he twirls a sign with smiley faces for some cash. Quote, it kind of bums me out, unquote, he said of the hotel's closure. Quote, I thought it was going really well, and it's too bad they don't have something more permanent like this, unquote. Therese Howard, an organizer for the House Keys Action Network Denver, believes that the hotel's operations should have been extended. Quote, if a year or two ago this effort had gone toward finding permanent housing, this could have been avoided, unquote, said Howard. The Colorado Coalition for the Homeless has purchased a Denver-area hotel and is in the process of acquiring a second for permanent housing as part of a wider trend across the country, spurred by the success of pandemic-era programs to convert typically tourist lodgings into long-term options. Donald Whitehead, Executive Director of the National Coalition for the Homeless, said that while it is sad to see the temporary housing in hotels close, it provided an important blueprint for homeless advocates around the country. Quote, it really taught us a lesson in how we could really address this problem in a way that is comprehensive and fundamental, unquote, he said. In California, Governor Gavin Newsom's, quote, Project Home Key, unquote, program, grew out of what the state called Project Room Key, an initiative that housed homeless people in hotels up and down the state. Quote, Project Home Key, unquote, which started in June 2020, is turning vacant motels, hotels, and other unused properties into permanent supportive housing. The state buys the properties, converts them, and gives them to local governments that then contract with local providers for needed services. Newsom last month announced nearly $700 million from the program for 35 new projects. That brings the total to more than 200 projects projected to create more than 12,500 permanent and interim homes. Newsom said last month that the program, quote, is changing lives across the state, unquote, and called it, quote, a model for the nation, unquote.
Whitehead and Ann Olivia, CEO of the National Alliance to End Homelessness, said the main barrier to expanding hotel accommodations for the homeless is funding. Quote, I would lay the blame at the feet of the federal government, unquote, said Whitehead. Quote, we are back to business as usual, not providing enough resources for the problems, unquote. Olivia highlighted that the private rooms offered unhoused people's security, privacy, and stability, and increased their likelihood of finding permanent housing. Quote, it's got to be devastating for somebody to have gotten some measure and ability to have stability and some comfort in their lives to be exited from a program like that, unquote. She said, quote, it's what we didn't want to happen, unquote. Home Stretch Rent prices in Aurora and beyond stabilize, but uncertainty remains. By Sentinel Staff, September 16, 2022. By the end of the year, it's expected that 2022 will have been one of the best years for apartment construction since the early 70s. Paired with steadying rental prices, the market is looking slightly less bleak than it has over the last several years for renters, but experts are cautiously optimistic and expect possibly more normalcy in the market next year. New apartment construction across the country will top 420,000 new units by the end of the year, according to estimates by Rent Cafe, which tracks the market. In the Denver Metroplex, this year came with a projection of 10,570 new apartments. For places like Aurora, where rent increases have been climbing, more on the market may be a signal that rent hikes won't be as drastic. Christopher Mayer, professor of real estate at Columbia Business School, said people looking for an apartment now might have a better experience than they did in May or June. Quote, we're not seeing rents go up as quickly. The rental market is softening a little bit, unquote, he said. Despite relatively good news for renters, anyone looking for rents to slide backward are most likely going to be disappointed. The national median asking rent was up 14% in July over July the previous year, the smallest annual increase since November 2021, according to a new report from Redfin. While that percentage is still high, it has decreased from 15% in June and 16% in May. Mark Williams, Executive Vice President of the Apartment Association of Metro Denver, said that the average rental price of all units combined in Aurora is $1,687. The average for a one-bedroom apartment in the city is $1,490, and a two-bedroom, one-bath goes for $1,804. That's according to data from the most recent rental report in late July. Since then, Williams said prices have probably fallen slightly since the highest quarter of the year is almost always when rents are steepest. After, quote, skyrocketing, unquote, 
previously, Williams said that the market on single-family homes is starting to soften. However, quote, that also is putting additional demand on the apartment market, unquote. Quote, I don't see apartment rents slowing down because of that and other factors, unquote, he said. One of those factors is inflation, which he said is increasing the expenses on apartment managers for construction and other upkeep. Williams said that a shortage of housing units is also helping to keep prices high. He cited a recent study he saw which claimed that by 2035, 4.3 million new apartment homes will need to be built to keep up with supply. It's a national issue that is being felt particularly acutely in the booming Denver metro market, where he said rental rates have doubled in the last 12 years. Quote, I think it's more dramatic in Denver because Colorado is such an attractive place to work and live, unquote. He said, quote, it's more acute here, but it's not purely a local issue, unquote. The certainty is uncertainty. Experts say the market could slow further toward the end of the year, but there's still a lot of uncertainty. Quote, I would not be surprised if we get to 2023 before things really get back to normal, unquote, said Brian Carberry, senior managing editor of Rent.com, an apartment search website owned by Redfin. Much depends on where you live. Cities in Florida, such as Boca Raton and West Palm Beach, have seen rents decrease negative 0.1%, and negative 0.5% respectively compared to last month. But according to apartment list, rents in California coastal cities such as San Diego have continued to increase over the past year. In Rochester, New York, rent was up 15.3% in August over the same month the previous year, according to data from apartment list. An average two-bedroom apartment in the Rochester area was $1,318 in August compared with $1,116 a year ago. And while more stock is being added across the country and here in A-Town, the vacancy rate is lower than it was seven years ago. A study from HelpAdvisor.com this month found that only 4% of rental units in Colorado are vacant. In 2015, 5.7% of all units were unoccupied. Bank of America CEO Brian Moynihan said high rents are a concern because they can't account for a big chunk of a household's take-home pay. Quote, gas prices are coming back down but rents are going up 10, 12, 15%, and rent can end up taking 40% of these households' income, unquote, Moynihan said in a recent Associated Press interview. While things are looking a bit better for renters than a few months ago, it's still a landlord's market, Mayer said. If your lease is up, Staying put and negotiating with your landlord might be a better option than trying to move, at least until the rental market slows down further, said Paula Munger, 
Assistant Vice President for Industry Research and Analysis at the National Apartment Association. Quote, When you renew your lease, you're definitely not paying the same as someone new moving in, unquote, Munger said. Quote, If you can, stay in your apartment, unquote. A major reason for rent spikes has been increasing demand from people priced out of a booming housing market. That market is starting to slow, which could mean more people can afford to buy and won't need to rent. But with interest rates rising, some may not want to take on mortgages. In Aurora, housing stock for buyers is up from where it was last year according to the Colorado Association of Realtors, but so are prices. The organization estimates that buying a house in Aurora right now will be 10% more expensive than it was just one year ago. Quote, With inflation now all throughout the market, there's not enough supply so the prices are going up. Unquote, Munger said. Quote, That's the downside for people just not having enough options and choices for what they would like in a housing unit, unquote. That was the experience of Erica Taskin, a 22-year-old Los Angeles resident who was living with roommates but wanted to find an apartment with her boyfriend. After visiting more than 10 units, the couple picked a 500-square-foot, one-bedroom apartment in Beverly Hills where they pay $2,750 per month. The median rent for a one-bedroom in the area is $2,773, up from 14% from last year, according to data from Zumper. Quote, I think landlords are taking advantage of tenants right now, unquote, said Taskin, who is paying $200 more per month than her previous apartment. In Brittany Essler's case, the high demand meant that she had to rush to fill out her application to beat the other 10 people who toured the apartment she wanted. Quote, because everyone is in scarcity mode, you're willing to find a place that might be somewhat affordable and you're unfortunately okay with overlooking chipped floors or a broken appliance, unquote, said Essler, who lives in North Park a neighborhood of San Diego. Building boom still isn't enough. Developers have ramped up construction of apartment buildings this year, which could eventually help to ease the crunch. But it's likely to take a while before that's reflected in the market. Meanwhile, high rents are disproportionately hurting low-income residents across the country said ben martin research director of texas housers a nonprofit organization that works on housing justice in may rental prices in dallas and fort worth were up 21.6 percent from last year according to redfin data in austin they were up 48.4 percent one major reason is that high-income people from coastal areas like California and New York moved to Texas during the coronavirus pandemic when they realized they could work remotely and live more cheaply. In December of last year, for example, 
Tesla moved its headquarters from Silicon Valley to Austin. Quote, People who make the lowest incomes are paying more of their total pie of money, unquote, Martin said, quote, which means that they don't have enough money for anything else, school supplies, groceries, gas, clothing, all of the essential stuff that you need to live, unquote. Renters in Aurora and beyond struggling with the fallout of the COVID-19 pandemic have been buoyed by federal efforts like emergency rental assistance. Tens of billions of dollars were set aside by Congress in 2020 and 2021 to prevent evictions and keep mortgages from lapsing. A nationwide moratorium on evictions was introduced by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, but ended in August 2021. Aurora and overlapping counties have overseen the distribution of some ERA funds, though the city and Arapahoe County both said they are holding off on accepting new applications as federal aid dollars dwindle. What hasn't dwindled, though, is the price of housing. Websites like ApartmentList.com, Rent, and Zumper show that the average cost of an apartment in the Denver metro area in September 2022 is comparable to or higher than the average in September 2021. At a policy committee meeting earlier this month, city council members asked staffers what it would mean when the city's ERA funds are used up. Quote, There's still the ongoing affordability crisis that we have in this city, unquote. Council member Juan Marcano said, Quote, I'm just kind of concerned that we are literally going to be leaving people out in the cold here over the next few months, unquote. Alicia Montoya, the city's housing and community development manager, said Aurora was talking with counties and the state about the distribution of about $40 million in leftover ERA funding controlled by the Department of Local Affairs. Director of Housing and Community Services Jessica Prosser mentioned marijuana tax dollars as another source of rent assistance. Montoya said $300,000 in marijuana taxes had been dispersed as rent assistance since the start of the pandemic, along with more than $1.8 million from the CARES Act and other sources besides ERA. Montoya said that, as of September 1st, the city had processed close to 2,000 applications for help through ERA and was tasked with managing more than $14 million in aid. Besides running out of money, other reasons for closing applications for ERA included the threat of fraud and a rise in applicants seeking help for reasons other than the COVID-19 pandemic. Quote, We have some concerns about the program's integrity because we are seeing a spike in applications that are fraudulent or we are getting documents that are just fake documents, unquote, Montoya said. Quote, we're trying to protect the integrity of the program and make sure that the funds are placed in the hands of the people that actually need it, 
unquote. Eligibility has been limited to those making no more than 80% of the average median income and the reasons for the request for assistance must have been related to COVID, she said. Separately, she said the city was awarded $1.75 million through the state's emergency mortgage assistance program which may be used to stave off foreclosures and help homeowners behind on mortgages, property taxes, and utility bills. Quote, this would be focusing on another area in the community that is very vulnerable, unquote, Montoya said. Quote, we're trying to prevent foreclosures, really, with this program, unquote. She said the city hoped to train employees on administering the program by mid-October. Arapahoe County spokesman Luke Hedelstad said the county's moratorium on new applications for ERA aid went into effect September 1st. A week after that date, he said the county had received the first two-thirds of its second load of ERA funding worth about $9.64 million in total, and had spent roughly half of its allocation. As of July, the county said it had helped 2,703 households with rental and utilities through ERA. Quote, requests for assistance have stayed consistent since its inception though requests in 2022 are much more likely to be secondary requests for assistance, unquote. Hadlestad wrote in an email, quote, only people who are already in the court system via an eviction notice can currently apply. Once the current applications are processed, the county will evaluate how much funding, if any, is remaining for additional applications. Unquote. Nicole Sampson, the Adams County staffer overseeing the jurisdiction's emergency rental assistance funds, said their application is still open, although Aurora residents aren't eligible to apply. Quote, we are recommending people go through the state if they live in Aurora, unquote, she said. Haddlestead also said the county's eviction clinic pilot program is still open and offering free legal help to families facing eviction. The clinic began in May in partnership with Colorado Legal Services and is modeled off a similar program in Adams County. Megan O'Brien, the attorney heading the program, told the Sentinel in July that most people seeking help are facing eviction proceedings because they fell behind on rent. Quote, Low-income families are still bearing the brunt of the effects of the pandemic, unquote, she said. In addition to cutting basic expenses, renters are also cramming more people into apartments, Martin said. Increasingly, people can't afford their homes at all, and are now facing eviction. Governments have ended eviction moratoriums and rental assistance programs that allowed people to stay in their homes during the pandemic. The Eviction Lab, a research organization at Princeton University, is seeing record numbers of evictions that have surpassed pre-pandemic levels.
in Houston, where the eviction moratorium ended in July 2021, there were 7,242 eviction filings in July of this year, 51% above average, according to the eviction lab. Other cities, such as Los Angeles, have extended eviction moratoriums until the end of this year. Tenants who can't afford rent increases but also can't afford to move are often forced to choose between paying rent and covering basic necessities. An eviction stays on a renter's record, making it harder to find housing in the future. Quote, the threat of eviction is the looming problem, unquote, said Nick Greats, a postdoctoral research associate at the eviction lab. Quote, part of the reason renters sacrifice so many other things to try to pay unreasonable high rents every month is because of the constant threat of being evicted from their home. Unquote. Aurora Fire officials say they aren't forcing lease terminations for 350 residents' forced apartments after explosion. By Max Levy, Sentinel Staff Writer, September 16, 2022. Aurora A few days after an explosion forced them from their homes, Residents of Aurora's Parkside Collective Apartments received more unwelcome news. Their building will be uninhabitable for the rest of the year. Now, some residents say they are organizing and exploring next steps as they wait for news on when they can return to Parkside to retrieve most of their belongings. The cause of the blast is unclear but Aurora Fire officials said they had not issued any orders to prevent residents from returning to their apartments. Quote, This was a building that had kids and veterans who were just discharged and people with no relatives, unquote, said Dexter Brooks, a Parkside resident who this week started a Facebook group with his neighbors who were impacted by the explosion. Quote, we're trying to connect with people so we can all be on the same page, unquote. On Saturday morning, a building alarm directed Brooks and other Parkside residents to leave their apartments due to an emergency. Shortly after, as the group was gathered outside, an explosion blew through an exterior wall, showering some with debris and causing panic. Quote, all of the sudden, there was this huge blast, unquote, Brooks said. Quote, I was standing right there, and it was like a movie. I was probably shaken for about two or three hours after that. It was one of the worst experiences of my life, unquote. Another resident, Amanda Edwards, said she, too, was standing near the building at the time of the explosion and was forced to flee in the rain. Quote, it was pretty quick, but all of the sudden there was debris flying around me, and I just started running, unquote, she said. Brooks and Edwards are among hundreds of people who were displaced by Saturday's blast, which tore a hole in the side of the apartment building that was visible from the street.
investigators have yet to announce any findings regarding the cause of the incident. Quote, My building in Aurora at Alameda and Sable is evacuated due to what might be a water heater explosion. Lots of emergency response and a proper hole blown out of the side of the fourth floor. Unquote. Matt Lynn, September 10th, 2022. On Wednesday, Parkside residents said they received an email from property manager Holland Residential releasing them from their obligation to pay rent, promising one-time payments of $1,000 per household, and announcing that the building would not be usable for, quote, several months, unquote. The Sentinel obtained the email independently from multiple residents of the building. Quote, We appreciate the patience you have shown as city and county officials continue to evaluate the building. Unquote. The email to residents said, Quote, We know this is an incredible inconvenience and we are here to support you through this transition. Unquote. The property manager also wrote that they were, quote, preparing refund deposit checks and prorated September rent based on your lease agreement and rent payment status, unquote. A list of apartment complexes with openings was attached to the email, and the property manager said they were working to secure hotel rooms for some people through September 21st. No date was set for residents to retrieve the belongings that they weren't able to carry out during the evacuation Saturday or during brief trips back into the building that were organized Sunday. Quote, Currently, the building department has not authorized access back into the building to move the contents of each unit out of the building. Unquote. The email reads, Quote, once we get clarity from the building department, we will communicate the process and procedure for getting your contents from the building, unquote. However, City of Aurora spokesman Michael Brannon said in a statement that, quote, no city department has issued orders that bar residents from entering their homes since Saturday's incident, unquote, and that property owners have Quote, the sole discretion in deciding when residents can enter their buildings. Unquote. Quote, Inspectors from the building department observed structural damage and requested that an assessment be done by a licensed engineer to determine what repairs were appropriate. Unquote. Brandon said. Quote, Parkside contracted with an engineer who subsequently provided suggestions for repairs. The building department indicated to Parkside which permits would be needed for repairs, but did not prohibit residents from returning before the repairs are completed. Unquote. He added that residential property owners aren't required to undertake repairs and that ensuring the safety of residential buildings is the joint responsibility of property owners and the city. Luke Hadlestad, a spokesman for Arapahoe County, 
also shared an email indicating that the county's building division would not be responsible for giving residents permission to re-enter the property. Aurora Fire Rescue spokesman Andrew Logan said firefighters are continuing to investigate the explosion but did not have any updates to share regarding the cause of the incident. Holland Residential did not respond to emails about the explosion. The company's response and the apparent contradictions between the email sent to residents and the city's statement. Following the blast, the Red Cross opened an emergency shelter for residents at Gateway High School. Some Parkside residents, like Matt Lynn, have been able to shelter temporarily with friends in the area. Quote, I was fortunate to not have to use any of the emergency services by the Red Cross, unquote, he said. Quote, Ultimately, I think it's for the best for us to leave if the building isn't safe, but it's unfortunate that 350 people, give or take, have to find a new place to live, unquote. Some, like Brooks and Edwards, are staying in short-term rentals or hotels. Edwards said her employer is paying for an Airbnb, while Brooks said his hotel room is out of pocket. All said they were worried about when they will be able to move out of their apartments. Quote, they're canceling the leases, but they still have our property, unquote, Brooks said. Quote, we need a lot of leverage, because if we don't have leverage, I bet it's going to get brushed under the rug, unquote. To accomplish that, he and Edwards started a group on social media to organize their neighbors and coordinate a response to the incident. Edwards said she's explored the idea of a class action lawsuit Although with no clear idea of the explosion's cause, it's hard to say who would be named in the action. Quote, Everyone who was affected by this displacement can join our group, unquote, Edwards said. Quote, We're really uncomfortable and unhappy about how this is playing out, unquote. Brooks was hopeful that the hundreds of Aurorians who are now without permanent housing will be able to support one another as they figure out what's next. Quote, a lot of the people living there were families. A lot of them had kids. Unquote, he said. Quote, we can help each other through this. Unquote. Cherry Creek Bus Assistants Win Bid for Union by Karina Julig, Sentinel Staff Writer, September 15th, 2022. Aurora. The Cherry Creek School District's bus assistants won their months-in-the-making bid for a union with a 100% vote in support of unionization according to a Thursday news release from the Colorado Education Association. Now that they are officially recognized, the union will prepare to bargain their first contract this coming spring. Quote, the road to recognition has been a long time coming, unquote. Bus assistant Heather Music said in a statement, quote, now that it's here, we can celebrate that we will now have a voice in our workplace 
and will be able to make things better for our colleagues and our students. Unquote. Bus assistants work with special needs students on the way to and from school each day. Since the spring, Cherry Creek's bus assistants have been organizing to form a recognized union, which employees said they need so they can advocate for higher pay and other benefits. At its August meeting, the Cherry Creek School Board voted to create a policy for the recognition of a new bargaining unit in the district. Information in the agenda for Monday's meeting said that the bus assistants had met the requirements for submitting authorization cards and were working with the Office of Human Resources to set a date for an election to officially certify the union. That took place Thursday with unanimous support, the release said, and will join bus assistants in the Jefferson County, Boulder Valley, and Westminster School Districts in having union recognition. In the news release, CEA President Amia Baca-Olert said this is a, quote, historic moment, unquote, for school support personnel in Colorado. Quote, in the midst of massive shortages happening across our state, achieving a union is a positive way to ensure that we can attract and retain those who do some of the most critical work to ensure all students, no matter their zip code, skin color, or place of origin, have access to a great public school, unquote, she said. Along with support from the CEA, the Cherry Creek Bus Assistants United have received support from Cherry Creek's other recognized unions, along with board members and parents, throughout their unionization drive. At Monday's board meeting, parent Maureen Welch spoke about the support the bus assistants provided to her son James, who has special needs. Quote, if it weren't for them, he wouldn't have that great start and end to his day, unquote, she said. Chasing Progress Colorado's Big Ethnic and Racial Divide Among Who Finishes College by Jason Gonzalez, Chalkbeat, Colorado, September 15, 2022. Reginaldo Haro Flores knew finishing college would be an uphill battle. As the first in his family to go to a four-year university, he faced a struggle to pay tuition, buy textbooks and supplies, and balance a job while still helping to support his parents, who questioned the value of a college education. Haro Flores enrolled at the University of Northern Colorado in 2016, among a growing number of Latino Coloradans in the past decade heading to college. But like many in this wave, Haro Flores never finished, contributing to the persistent gap in college completion. Even as a more diverse group of students have enrolled in college, Colorado's ethnic and racial gaps among bachelor's and graduate degree holders barely budged from 2010 to 2020, census data shows. The gaps are even wider among those earning any type of post-secondary credential. As of 2020, almost 60% of white residents held some kind of college credential, including industry certificates. 
but only 38% of black residents and 25% of Latino residents did. While other states also have gaps, the Centennial State has some of the largest in the nation between black and Latino residents and their white counterparts. The fissure will likely widen when the full impact of the pandemic becomes clear as students dropped out or chose not to attend college altogether. A healthy job market also has made residents question whether a degree was worth carrying long-term college debt. Haro Flores never expected his journey to mirror those state trends. In 2018, struggling to pay tuition, he dropped out of college. His parents' immigration status meant his financial aid options were limited. He re-enrolled at UNC in 2019 but the pandemic forced him to quit again. He disliked online classes and wanted to work full-time to help his parents, who had been laid off from seasonal jobs in warehouses and nurseries. For some time, Colorado has wanted to shift away from importing a large number of educated workers to producing them. Part of its strategy includes earmarking $49 million in federal pandemic relief money to identify students who left school without finishing and help them complete their degree. The need is pressing, as the demand for more workers with college training and Colorado's sharply rising cost of living have complicated employers' efforts to recruit and retain employees. Former state senator Mike Johnston said the state has relied too long on bringing in talent from elsewhere. Quote, we've ridden that strategy as long as we can, unquote, Johnston said. He is president and CEO of Gary Ventures, a philanthropy dedicated to helping increase school readiness, youth success, and economic mobility. Quote, we're going to have to now prepare our own young people with the skills they need to enter the jobs we have that will give them the income they need to pay for the housing we have, unquote, he said. The old challenges collide with the new. Chalkbeat Colorado examined college-going trends as a part of Chasing Progress, a Colorado News Collaborative project on social, economic, and health equity among black and Latino Coloradans. Colorado's low college-going rates have deep roots and complicated causes. Only half of all high school graduates enroll in college at all. Black and Latino high school graduates, who often attend under-resourced schools and have less support, go at much lower rates. When they get to college, many never finish. And the state has underfunded higher education for years, which means schools have less money to support students to graduation. Census data released this year shows that in 2020, 48% of white residents held a bachelor's degree or higher. That's 21 percentage points higher than the portion of black adults and 31 percentage points higher than Latinos. State data shows those disparities grow when comparing other types of college training, such as industry certificates and associate degrees. 
Colorado is aiming to get some of the 700,000 residents who have some college but no degree back on campus. The pandemic still poses challenges. Nationally, college enrollment has dipped by nearly 1 million students since COVID hit. The state will need to persuade more residents that college matters, even though entry-level jobs now offer wages that are higher than ever. More people question the value of college and the risk of high debt for it, said Iris Palmer, New America's Deputy Director of Community Colleges. The Research Institute advocates for equitable access to education. Quote, that's starting to erode how people think of higher education, unquote, she said. The state aims to equip 66% of residents with a college certificate or higher by 2025, but the compounding issues make the goal seem more elusive than ever. Without access to higher-paying jobs, the majority of Black, Hispanic, and Native American Colorado residents are getting left behind, said Courtney Brown, Lumina Foundation Vice President of Impact and Planning. The foundation pushes for more equitable access to higher education and has helped states set goals, how to get students to finish what they started. Colorado leaders are taking steps to create more opportunity. The state has encouraged high schools to add college-level classes to help students earn certificates. It created a scholarship in 2014 to offer tuition assistance and other support for students needing it. In the past two years, the state named a statewide equity officer to focus on narrowing persistent gaps and convened lawmakers and community leaders to come up with a plan to tap into pandemic relief money to connect college students to jobs. While those programs show success, the state still falls short, said Colorado Department of Higher Education Executive Director Angie Peccioni. That's why the state has added more programs. They show promise, Palmer said. For example, 30 college campuses have adopted Finish What You Started, a program modeled after a successful Pueblo Community College initiative. The state aims to serve about 9,000 students by 2026. The program provides financial aid for students to return to college and coaching to figure out individual college plans, as well as ways to stick to them and find a job after college. Coaches also help students find help on and off campus that could put food on the table or care for their children. While money is a huge incentive, helping students believe they can finish college is vital, said Richie N.C., director of the Pueblo model called Return to Earn. He and his employees check in on each student every other week to offer advice, encouragement, or connections to resources. Quote, I think we're really successful because of that personal touch and just kind of looking out for them, really from the time they come back to the time they finish, unquote. NC said. The Finish What You Started program brought Harold Flores, now 24, back to school. He heard about it from one of his former high school advisors. 
the aid and counseling he's received has felt almost too good to be true, he said. He wouldn't have gone back to school for a third time without the program and its funding, he said. UNC's Finish What You Started coordinators told him they'd provide assistance for whatever he needed. That has happened, Haro Flores said. Now he feels confident he can finish his sports exercise degree. Quote, this is the moment, unquote, he said. He hopes to graduate by 2024 and work in sports or management. Can Colorado sustain this effort? Advocates say Colorado, too, must finish what it started in promoting college completion. The state which studies show seriously underfunds higher education compared with other states, must continue to put in more money to stay on track. Peccioni, the state's higher education executive director, likes to tell lawmakers, quote, invest in students now or pay them later, unquote. Quote, if you don't invest in the students now, these are the very students who will end up on our public safety social safety net, unquote, she said. Studies bear that out. Studies also show that college is worth a student's investment. Michael Itzkowitz, who works for the left-leaning think tank Third Way, said data in recent years allows schools to highlight how well their programs get students' jobs and pay off. About 86% of all public college programs produce a return on what students spend on their education within five years, he said. And there are also social benefits. Alfred Tatum, Metropolitan State University of Denver Academic Affairs Vice President, said college helps students connect to healthcare, become more civically engaged, and contribute more to the state's tax base. Instead of the general goal of educating the greater population, state leaders should consider instead how college graduates improve communities, he said. But relaying those benefits to students can be difficult when some are worried about cost. Over the past two decades, the burden of paying for college in Colorado has shifted more heavily to students and families. Tuition revenue funds 74% of undergraduate college budgets and 38% of two-year college budgets. That's higher on average than in most states. Janine Davidson, MSU Denver President, and John Marshall, Colorado Mesa University President, said that lawmakers must adequately fund schools so they can lower costs for students and improve support for students who need more help to finish college. Without a consistent revenue stream, college administrators and staffers worry that Colorado's efforts will weaken once the one-time federal money dries up. They hope that success stories, like that of Daryl Sharpton, will drive home the importance of continuing funding. Sharpton, 46, has tried several times in three states to finish college. At last, he thinks he can stick with it. At the Community College of Aurora, he's found more support than he's ever received before. He's studying to get a degree in computer science. College has provided him with a different outlook about his own potential and his value. Quote, 
I want a career, not just a job, unquote, Sharpton said, who previously worked delivering pharmaceuticals. Quote, there are so many people that want you to succeed, unquote, he said. Quote, my school is really taking care of me right now, unquote. Thank you for joining us for the Arapahoe County News. My name is Pablo. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.